Assalamu alaikum. Whoa, we just got done recording a but like an hour conversation. Uh, it was a deadly episode. Okay, Abdul, what are you doing? Toxic. That's, that's what we talked about. I'm just toxic. Oh, the thumbnail. Oh, yeah, thumbnail. I probably made sense of it by now. Uh, anyways, we talked about <laughs> toxicity, yep. navigating toxicity, come on, identifying it. What is it? We talked about this from the lens of our own experiences. Facts. We talked about why this is important. So many jams. How, how do you feel about this episode? Do I? Oh, you think it was a good conversation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I will lie. I genuinely think it was a really good conversation. Whether it's coming from like a, our own perspective and also just acknowledging right. what toxic actually means. Just knowing really what it is. You know what I'm saying? And understanding like, like where does it stem from? Mm. No, I'm saying where does where does that big problem come from? Right. So pretty much it was a really interesting topic where we both shared, you know, a little bit both of like our experiences and whether we're dealing with our, you know, dealing with toxic people or have we ever been toxic towards other people? Mm. You know what I'm there saying? So it was kind of uh, it was both. So it wasn't just only blaming certain people; it was also taking actions of our own accountability. You know, see, yeah, taking right. our own accountability in certain situations. Mm. So. I would say overall, well, it was just a beautiful episode, and it was the first episode of season two that we are both doing it. How it all started. Come on. Idris and Abdelkareem. Hey. Anyways, uh, I think you guys will benefit immensely. Make sure you guys like, share, and give us a five-star Apple review on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Say, run up them numbers, y'all. Let us know what Takiyak is all about. Go ahead, and give a please. review. Let us know what you like. Comment. Let us know what you guys like and what you guys want improvements on. You know, you know what helps in this place? If you yeah. guys just hit the sub button. Subscribe. That's it. That's it. And turn on your post notification. Comment. Let us know what we should do more. And at the same time, if you want us to drop a merch, let us know, please. All right, y'all. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum. What's going on, y'all? You guys are tuning in to another episode of Talk Yahak, the podcast where we discuss the relevant topics impacting us Muslim Western youth to better connect with our faith, inshallah. I'm with my brother, Abdi Kareem. What's poppin', man? I'm your second host. And I'm your host. Wait, did I say Dries already? Yeah. All right, well, my name is Dries, uh, the and guy I'm that you see on pretty much every episode. <clears throat> uh, how you doing, bro? You I like that sweater. Half the episode Old Navy. Old you know Navy? Is that new? Yeah. It's drip. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Starting a little drip. Hey, you got to stay warm, bro, nowadays, huh? Mm-mm. Huh? Nah, nah. The snow finally melted. Yep. Hey, man, it's lit. Uh, I ain't never seen snow be uh, here for one second, the next second just... Hey, the rain. The rain just came, you know cleaned saying? it up. It don't rain. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that, if that was correct. <laughs> well, what do you mean? What's that Like, correct? um... There was just this TikTok sound, I remember. It was like, some, it don't rain. I don't know what it was. You'd be on TikTok too much. That's what it is? I had to hop off of it, bro. Duh. I seen some things scarred me for life, had me confused. I sent it to a couple of people. I said, what does this mean? I didn't know. Some traumatizing stuff, some fitness stuff? Yeah. I That's why you got to delete it, bro. Even Instagram. Yeah. Your Instagram be like that too. No, no, no. My Instagram, oh, yeah? I barely be on Instagram. I only open, on, I only open Instagram Duh. to look at either like Talk Your Hawk or like, what's it called? See the group chats of what they're saying and stuff like Talk that. Talk Yahoo notifications. You got to turn it off though, bro. Huh? Talk Yahoo notifications? Mm-hmm. I silenced those things a long time ago. long time ago? Alhamdulillah, you guys be uh, be lit on uh, Instagram. So, much nah, up. you guys haven't checked it out. I'd be peeping. I'd be like, oh, hey, hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah, yeah, making sure everything's cool. Mm-hmm. I'd be peeping every time. This is, I'm like, oh, what's this? Yeah. No, it's so crazy, Wallahi. What's been crazy? Just, just the, like, this whole idea of, like, the podcast is mm. so like mesmerizing, bro. 
Talk it. Talk about it. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but like it's like from what I seen right. where we were a year ago, I wouldn't have imagined this what it would look like. Mm. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Subhanallah. Like it's so crazy, bro. What did you I'm think it would have like, been like? To be honest with you, uh, yeah. I thought we were just still recording with our little headsets. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? In your son's room. All right. Hey, welcome to Talker Hawk. You know? And all of a sudden, know. we went just from that to TikTok to videos to all of a sudden What now, was the turning point, do you think, in the day, the our day, vision and our mission? The day we created TikTok, I'm being honest with you. Mm. I feel like that's when, like, the rocket just, you know what I'm saying? We still, we still haven't flew yet. Right. But, like, we started up. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, right. it, like, it's now the engine is on. Allah. You know what I'm saying? Now we're just ready for takeoff. Three, two, one. But Boom. hey, where do you see it going? I know you was uh, hypothesizing. Where do you see Takiyak going, inshallah, in the future? Honestly, like I have, you know what I'm saying? Hey, um, for everybody that's watching this, all right, I am begging you, just tag on Instagram or whether it's uh, Takiyak, Sheikh Umar Sulaiman. Man, that'd be crazy. I just want to interview that guy, man. That's I'm th- it. I'm thinking in the future, inshallah. I think I'm like, done after that. I think I'm like, hey, I retire. I got what I needed. I'm done. I got to talk to my guy. Hey, subhanAllah, bro. We're 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 in the midst, guys. I don't know if y'all we're gonna let y'all know. We're in the midst of getting bigger people. Yeah. Uh we've been wanting to talk about mental health for a while now. We're in the midst of talking to somebody who's mashallah mm-hmm. very uh well aware of their field in mental health and counseling i told and, you about this yeah and especially dealing with such like big topics right i felt like we took uh, it's better for us to take our time and finding the right person to actually come out right and talk about these things instead of just rushing rushing and be like oh yeah this is mental health here you go guys no like i feel like that itself is such an important and very much needed conversation to have right amongst especially our muslim it, community justice. yeah to right. understand that that is like, hey, yo, like this is some serious thing. Hold up, yeah. Listen to this person, right? What they gotta say really means something, right? You know what I mean? So I feel like with each topic nowadays, I feel like we take a lot longer and understanding on why we should do this topic mm. and understanding whether it we could talk about it. Mm. You know what I mean? Because anybody could talk to anybody could talk to talk, right? But nobody has really talked about something they really went through mm. and discussed it on live, like where everybody sees it. Whether it's my depression, your divorce, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. It takes a lot of like courage for somebody to actually understand and cope with it and be like, you know, what? I'm okay now to talk about this thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like I feel like that's what's been happening. I feel like. When we started doing videos, we were just talking about topics where, although we did go through it, but we never really went deep into the conversation. Mm. Like when we talked like last week, when we dropped that episode, yeah, I didn't intend to talk about my what's it called depression. You right. didn't, you never said, "Oh, I'm talking about my depression." The, yeah. I, uh, divorce, right? It just straight up went from having that conversation and had building that foundation that mm. led up to those discussions. It naturally flowed up you to it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what it is. SubhanAllah, that is, that's a fact, bro. SubhanAllah. I, I, like you said, bro, don't want to rush talking about these big topics, but the topics that we can, yeah. that we feel comfortable, mm-hmm. even though they are big, yeah. inshallah, we, we like to chop it up, especially as you know, friends, we could provide an insight mm-hmm. into the... In, on a on a basis that you guys can like, man, I relate to these guys. Facts. You see what I'm saying? And that's a last like what we have been getting a lot, especially. Right. Um, you know, shout out to my guy uh, Fahad, but he he goes by the name of Utah. Like yeah. like it, 
what he said to me meant a lot to me. You know what I mean? Because mm. he came up to me one day and he said, bro, I've been looking for your number, you know? I'm like, oh, what's up, bro? How you been? And he moved to Utah, alhamdulillah. He's doing good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he asked me a question where he was like, hey, yo, bro, uh, I just wanted to let you know, bro, keep going. Because mm. what you guys do, you may not understand, but I really, we all relate to it because we are in the same age group. And I understand from what you're saying because I've, I've, I've went through it, but you guys are actually brave enough to speak about it. Oh, and he said, I'm so proud of you for doing that, bro. Mm. And that, like, touched my heart. Right. I was like, thank you, bro. And I was like, man, yep, I, like, I have something to continue for. You know what I'm right. saying? Not only touching his heart, but him understanding what I'm saying because mm. what I felt at that time. Right. And at the same time, also being reciprocated to him and be like, dang, no, I felt the same way as well. Mm. And sharing that bond to make us a lot stronger. Right. You know it's what I'm saying? Con community. Boom. SubhanAllah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's all it takes is everybody opening up and understanding each other's problem. Because yeah. if I have a problem, I'm pretty sure a bunch of people in this world had that same problem as me. A lot of people. You know what I mean? A lot of people. We got to be there for each other. Exactly. SubhanAllah. So once that happens, it's right. like it goes crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah, we got we got that's one thing we got to keep doing, bro. Like, I feel like for me, we have to understand, like, uh, it's a lot of it's, it is a lot of work for us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a lot of work to come here to record, to set up, to edit these videos and to market and push these videos out so that people can be like, oh, yeah. I never saw this podcast. Let me go tune in. Yeah. And I remember Jabril said to me, I was talking to my brother, Jabril, he said, it is as you guys keep growing, keep checking your attentions, keep attention. Yeah. He said, not just because of your growing, but also it'll fortify your motivation mm -hmm. he says i see what you're doing you put in work you want that work to be like i'm doing it for the sake of allah i'm doing this for the sake of allah mm -hmm. because at the end of the day if you do it for that then imagine the reward that's waiting Facts. and i think that's just a reminder to myself because i'm about to start school again you guys can probably see on my face a little bit more stressed this first week of school mm -hmm. so i think now it's just a little bit more pressure but making sure that Taqiyah Haqqa is something that's not negotiable. Yeah. I think the first season, it was something that was negotiable. Let's just get our feet in there and just, yeah. just start. Yeah. But now, I remember I was calling you. I was like, Abdi, you got to pull up. We yeah, got to exactly. get an episode out we this got, week. Come on. Because when we set out something, we got to do it. And that's what I'm developing, just this consistency. Like one of my New Year goals mm -hmm. for 2022 even though ideally we should be doing the Islamic calendar, but man, we living in America. So this is yeah. real with you. Yeah. But one of my goals for this year is see Taki Haq through. That's one thing. Yeah, that I was see, one you know, of mine too. You know, I said, I said, mm. see Taki Haq through. I said, this year, make it an aim to drop one episode a week. Mm -hmm. And no matter what happens, you stick to that and you do whatever you can to do it like that. Mm -hmm. And may Allah keep us steadfast on that. Yeah. Um, and bro, you already know with uh, the what we have planned with... Uh, we have a plan with Sheikh Fuad. Mm -hmm. Inshallah, uh, we might start another segment, another series, another branch of Taki Haq within the same channel where mm -hmm. we have a change of scenery, a change of discussion. Um, I don't want to give you guys too much details, but inshallah. the next couple of weeks, Inshallah, you guys may be seeing something very drastically different. Mm -hmm. We do these type of podcasts where it's just me and you. Then we have those interview styles where we have people. And then we have this other segment, Inshallah, that may be coming. But uh, yeah, bro. You know, you know, one thing would be dope. What would be dope? I felt like what's it called? Um, I felt like how do I say this? Um, someone gave me this idea a while ago. They're like, you guys should do a what's it called? A live like uh podcast. Yeah, bro. Remember we were on TikTok. Yeah, we were on TikTok live before we got banned. We got banned, guys. If y'all was on, then you know we was on there. And then suddenly our page got turned off. Yeah. But anyways, it's appealed. We're good now. 
weird things mm -hmm. but yeah they were telling us to do youtube live yeah or a podcast do our podcast live yeah so that would be lit um also there's one thing i wanted to say um uh -huh. i know i see like a lot of mashallah um muslim brothers and sisters doing um selling merges and stuff like that right I, I wanted to ask you like how do you feel about making a merch hey bro i think that would be deadly hmm? i just we, we, i want to go about it in a way where because remember i was looking at like how to design stuff yeah. like that i don't want something that's just like regular mm -hmm. i don't want to just slap the target lower on the, i want it to be fire yeah like i want if it's gonna be a clothing you're gonna wear i want it to like oh i want to wear this mm -hmm. and it's also you repping the brand no cap. Comment down below if you guys want to yeah, see us make us a merch. Yeah, bro. We might have to get on that, inshallah, mm -hmm. very, very soon. Because I, I, I want to, you know what I'm saying, rock a, this type of hoodie and like a Tucker Hawk logo, you know? Hey, because we do want to fund, we do want to fund this project. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. We want to, because uh, subhanAllah, we both working, we both, you know, grinding, having, pushing this. And being able to allocate more time for this, mm -hmm. that'd be an amazing thing, subhanAllah. I'll be lit, I'm not gonna lie, you know what I'm saying? So, Top yeah. of that, also, yeah. if you guys wanna come, you know, send us gifts. Oh, you know, we there's a sister. Yeah, about a book. You seen that, right? Yeah, I remember seeing that. So there's a it. sister who actually sent us, she said, well, I have a, she DM'd us on Talkie Hawk, she said, I have a book mm -hmm. that I'm gonna send out to you guys. She said, well, do you mind reading it? It's a poetry book. I said, yeah. I said, well, you published the book? She said, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about, can I send it to you guys? So sure, she mailed it out to us. And uh, we should be getting it soon. Uh, inshallah. So be tuned for that. I, I'm going to go ahead and shout her out, inshallah. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah. hey, for more people like that. I'm a reader. So yeah, go ahead. Hit us up. Let like us know what's up. Yeah, go ahead. DM us. Um, and mm -hmm. also, if you guys have guests that you guys want us to connect with, yeah. people that are, mashallah, that you know us out there, send us their at, hit them up. Let's make something happen. Boom, we'll do it, inshallah. Facts. Uh, hey, bro. Subhanallah. There's an interesting discussion that we have today. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know that post that Sheikh Fuad post? Yeah. That I posted on Taki Haq. I said, hey, um, what discussion do you want us to talk about with Sheikh Fuad? Mm -hmm. And, man, we got a lot. Mm -hmm. I showed you the screenshot, but there's so much. But one person was talking about living in a house with, like, in a, living in a toxic environment. Mm. So somebody said that, right? And I was like, and that's not the only one. That people talked about living in a toxic environment, living in an environment that's unhealthy. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So, um, I want to ask you, Abdi, because we're going to talk about this, why is the discussion even relevant to talk about? Living in a mm. toxic or toxic, we were going to call it what? Dysfunctional. Yeah, dysfunctional, dysfunctional yeah. People. <laughs> but we're like, mm -hmm. what's more What's more uh, that the youth can resonate with? Just toxic. Toxic. So, mm. why is the discussion even, why, why is it worth talking about? Cause in my opinion, I felt like a lot of us, a lot of people, especially a lot of youth, you know what I'm saying? Especially people our age and even maybe a little bit older, I say deal with so much toxic people, or or have seen toxic traits amongst like the people they hang out with, right? To the point where they're naive to see the truth, if that makes sense. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We neglect we neglect seeing someone uh, that's harmful to us, right? But we let, like, how do I say this? We let um, our lust hide it mm. for them. You know okay. what I'm saying? Whether it's... Uh, when you say lust, though, lust sounds like some freaky stuff, though. 
less than infatuation. Okay, infatuation matches. Yeah, like admiration, maybe admiration. or longing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Whether that it is could be like, lust too, if you yeah. think about the opposite. Yeah, or is there a person you like in that? You know way? what I'm saying. Or like if it's like a family member or. Oh, that's just weird, but like no, I know we like, took it away yeah. from lust, Abdi. Come yeah, on, yeah, I took it away, but I'm saying like, yeah. like having that love for them. Yes, you know what I'm go. saying. Having that love for your loved ones, whether yeah, yeah, that's yeah. in a relationship, friend, family. Right. What's it called? Just that hiding the toxicity. Okay. To the point where you make excuses for them mm. to thinking that they're good, but although they're damaging you, right. whether it's physically, mentally, and emotionally. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, how let's how can somebody what traits is this person having that can be so damaging where it's, it's doing all that type of damage? What does the toxic traits even look like in the first place? That's what, what we have it? to ask ourselves. How can we identify? That's interesting. Let's say you were, let's say there was a, a caseload in front of us, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say we're some psychiatric people. Yeah. Let's say okay, we have a caseload. There's a person that comes in front of us. How, what would we use to identify as a person as toxic or not? We're not doctors. We're not medical professionals. I would Today say we will be. for someone like that, for like to notice a toxic trait behavior. Yeah. Is, what, was, what would be some tendencies? Um, we talked about earlier. Uh, someone always being negative. Ooh. You know what I mean? Okay. Like someone being negative to the point where they want to bring somebody down just because they're down there. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much, I feel like one toxic a trait that I've seen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh another one I would say is um what's it called? Abuse. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. <clears throat> whether it's physical, whether it's from your um relationship, uh or family. Family. Friends. You know what I'm saying? Friends. Right. Whether it's like uh whether it's verbal abuse or physical abuse. Right. That's a form of toxic traits that someone could have, I feel like, which is dangerous. Right. Um, another thing. Um, oh, this is something interesting. Yeah. Someone who always loves being dominant. Ooh. How does that look like? Uh, feeling like they're more superior than other people. You get what I'm saying? Right. That could be a toxic trait within I themselves. I wonder, do they, if someone has to feel like they are dominant over somebody... Yeah. Is that making up for something that they don't have? That they don't have. Yeah. I is can it? agree to that, yeah. Right. So I I feel like a lot of these traits develop from somewhere that is maybe from their like how how does somebody even become this type of person? Right? We name in some things that are like is somebody born like this? I feel like it's a cycle. Okay. Like a Ooh. like a chain if that makes sense. How You know what I'm saying? Right. Like let's say how do I say you know when they say um what's it called um, kids bully kids because they were bullied before. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, it's like a, uh, it's like a train that just continues where it's like, uh, this person is being toxic to this person mm. because someone else was being toxic to them, mm. and then that other person be was being toxic to them, right. which leads up into this big circle of just toxicity. toxicity. And it's mm. like, how do you escape it? And that just shows the nature of the word toxicity. <laughs> it's something. It's a. It's something that spreads. Yeah. That, that, that keeps consuming. Exactly. Subhanallah. And another thing I want to add on top of that is like, for example, uh, they they call these things like how we were raised. Like, let's say a way a parent raised us, mm-hmm. we may have that predisposition to raise our kids a particular way, in that similar way. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yeah. So that, that's another way it could develop, right? Mm-hmm. So. 
So are you? Are we implying that this person that's in front of us that has all these traits, do they recognize within themselves that they have these traits? No, I, I think in my opinion, we all, like you, I remember you and I were discussing this, you were right. saying um, something along the lines of like, we all have some type of form of toxic in us. Right. At the end of the day, whether you like to say you don't or not, yeah, it's the truth, you do. Because mm. you grab it from somebody. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then the, you inhale that toxic into you and you're like, you, f- you know what I'm saying? That's why where they say character development, mm. when someone has it, is you just don't get it by not just being by be uh, being with yourself. You get it through the world, seeing through everybody, going through different experiences. Yeah. Now you adapt those certain things. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe you like how this guy's a tough guy, but at the same time you like how this guy's a soft guy. Mm. Combine it together, you just have this guy who's just mean to certain people, mm. but nicer to other people. Mm. That could, you know what I'm saying? That's a, some type of a toxic trait that you uh, got from this guy. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Or let's just say... Somebody who shouts and yells mm-hmm. to get their way. Exactly. You say, oh, this, person, this is how someone gets their way, and this is how I should use like in terms of communication. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? And that is something that as human beings, I feel like we all have is like, what's it called? We love to um, soak in so many different things from different people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I remember you and I were discussing each other like, uh, like, why are we so close? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I remember you were telling me where this is like, you have certain traits that I wouldn't want in myself like right. as, as I do to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's everybody in this world. Mm. They have certain traits that ev- certain people like. And that's why we gravitate towards one another. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we soak in so many different things whether... Now, acknowledging it is a different story. Mm. Where you know you're being toxic, you just don't care. Ooh. You know what I mean? Damn. That's that's a lot harder. That Now, that is a different conversation. Right. But a lot of people neglect it and don't realize that we're being toxic. We just think, we just think we're doing something good for ourselves. Mm. I wonder, though. Remember how you said we're wanting to gravitate towards people because they have traits that we yeah. want in ourselves? Yeah. But why the hell do we find ourselves, some of us, in relationships with other people or in environments where they, they have these toxic traits and we are recognized these are toxic traits but why are we even around them all right uh what would be some of the like oh why is that why do we find ourselves all right i'll, I'll use an example all right uh, this is young me uh, naive dumb uh don't know what he's doing uh, he's just there for lust mm, you know what i mean uh, all right so you know what I'm saying? I got so many different type of advices from so many different people that love me. I mm. said, this ain't good for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I was so naive and dumb. I only saw good in people. Mm. Never have I ever, you know what I'm saying? I'm, me, that's the way I am. I love to be positive because I feel like being negative, it takes so much energy of me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like the, the, the time where I'm just pissed off mm. to the point where I'm not. That's like, I could have been doing something productive in that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I hate being angry because I don't feel like angry does anything good. Yeah. Besides just waste your own time. Or destruct. Or just make you look like a boo-boo the fool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's what you do. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. So when it came to that time where everyone was just com- repeatedly telling me, no, this is not good for you, this is not good for you, I let my own emotions... And my own lust and infatuations tell me otherwise. Mm. Like, nah, you guys don't see what I see. I see something good in this person. Mm. I believe in this person. I know they're going to change. I know it's good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Fast forward and later, I end up looking like Boo Boo the Fool. 
Why you keep using that word? I, I like that word. You know what I'm saying? Right. I end up looking like Boo Boo the Fool. Yeah. And it took some while for me to understand it. But like, dang, no. I really was Boo Boo the Fool because they mm. seen something in it that I didn't see. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like the reason why people don't actually notice that they're either in a toxic relationship or toxic environment mm. or toxic when they have toxic friends or whatever it is, is yeah. because in that certain moment, they like how that person is making them feel. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. But in all reality, they're only just damaging you. You know what I mean? Right. They're only like, they're only like, in my opinion, I feel like they're only draining you down mm. to the point where you feel like you ain't nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? So then you, a lot of people, they feel like that toxicity is what they deserve. Exactly. And I feel like, in my opinion, I feel like the reason why people become toxic mm. is because they want that person to feel like they need them why would they want that though because they have power over them now and maybe that gives them a sense of worth boom damn they feel empowered mm. like this person depends on me right i made him feel that way subhanallah you know what i mean right so it's like it feeds their ego their ego right so now they become this bigger person where it's like now you're so dumb to mm. not even realize it and you're like dang they're making me feel good, but in reality, no, they just dr taking you all day, digging you a grave, Damn. homeboy. They just taking you down to the point where you can't return and you start tripping out and now you just, now you have some type of mental illness or you have, you're depressed. It damages you. have anxiety. You. Mm. Now you don't feel comfortable. Now yeah. when it comes to you trusting somebody, mm. you're like, mm -mm, I'm scared I, I might go through the same thing again. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, like, when Sheikh Fuad said, um, when you uh, distance yourself or when you start to have a breakup, whether it's with your family, friend, or your loved one, right? right, It starts to mess with your psychology. Uh, oh, the, the the breakup, the depression one. The depression Situational one. depression. Situational depression. The separation from this person. Exactly. Trigger this loneliness, this grieving. Boom. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So therefore, now you're at your lowest moment, they... You know what I'm saying? And them being so toxic, they can come back to you. Mm. How Edifton was explaining to us, is like when you're feeling so low and you're so down and you don't know what is going on in this world and you just like, dang. You know what I'm saying? Right. You start to imagine things. Mm. Remember how I told you last week on the episode where yep. it all you start ties to, together. Exactly. You start to imagine things when you're depressed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And when you imagine these things, you start becoming naive to your own feelings and you start to create this certain feeling that says they can make it feel better mm. you know what i'm saying right. then you crawl back to the same situation happens all over again and that shows like i there's so many things we could dissect abdi from what you just said you separating yourself i'm not talking about you but in general yeah you separate from a toxic person and you long to go back to that toxic person, yeah. even though how they made you feel. Mm -hmm. That means you're choosing in that toxicity that that over what you're feeling now. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us find ourselves in, obviously, Allah Alam. There's different situations, but when we end up in situations, there's some people who this is not voluntary. Right? Yeah, they're just in a household or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But when you end up in a relationship or a friendship or whatever, where this is the case, yeah. We find ourselves in this position because this is what we feel like we deserve. Or we have our own issues, our own problems that are so dis difficult to grasp with. And instead of 
acknowledging those root issues, mm-hmm. we try to numb ourselves with relationships. And oftentimes those relationships are unhealthy yeah. because our inner state is unhealthy and it's just a reflection of what's going on inside. Yeah. You see? You know, you're not lying. For you, real. See? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So subhanAllah, bro. So I wonder when did you come to the realization that, oh, wow, this is unhealthy, you know, because people are telling you one thing. Mm-hmm. So when did you start to, how, what switch went on? Like when, when were you, were you able to recognize it? And how were you able to navigate it then after? Oh, um, how do I say? Oh, simple time, time, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Time. I feel like time is just like, it's like a beautiful thing, but at the same time, a very dangerous thing. Why, why would it be a, a dangerous thing? Cause it's like, it could mess with your mind. Mm. You know what I'm saying Right You think you're being You know there's some people who say I'm being patient You know what I'm saying I'm I'm trusting Allah But there's nothing happening mm. You know what I mean Right Like like certain people do that And it's like I'm I'm just giving all the time I could I'm sitting down You know what I'm saying Allah please guide me You know what I'm saying mm. And in reality He is You're just naive enough Not to see it mm. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. So it's like Pretty much when it comes to you Understanding yeah. The root of your problem. Gotcha. Where did it start from? Right. Who is the person? Right. Why is this person making me feel this way? Mm. To the point where you could be like, ah, yep. I am good enough to distance myself. But that is the hardest thing to do. I'm going to be honest with you. It is the hardest thing. Because it's like when you, especially when you want it so bad. Like mm-hmm. some of us, you guys can go ahead and apply it to whatever aspect. It might be a, intimate relationships it might be a family mm-hmm. relationship it might be one of any any one of those things we just mentioned yeah and a lot of the situations there's a love involved there's a strong emotions involved and when they're unhealthy for us, for themselves and for us yeah it's you want it to work mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying so that i think that's the most difficult because it's like like i'm gonna so you know when I was 15 what happened to me and the situation that I went through and all that stuff. Mm. Now living with that person, mm. you know what I'm saying, and seeing that person every single day, mm. you know what I'm saying, I felt like that is like the biggest challenge that I had to grow up, like grow up with, with like uh, mature with. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. For the past two years since COVID started, I felt like I had to mature to myself. And really, like, understand seeing the man that did this to me. And, you know, alhamdulillah, I'm alive. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But if... You've talked about this before. I yeah, I have, yeah. You Which know what episode I'm was it? I think it was like, I forgot where I discussed... The forgiveness episode. Forgiveness. Yep, that's what it was. The forgiveness episode where I had to learn to forgive the person who hurt me. Mm. Physically. Mm. Mentally. Mm. To the point where I had nightmares. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like now living with this person for two years since COVID started, mm. living with this person, seeing him every single day. It's like, how do I say this? When you know when you look at something, it reminds you of something. Right. That's the thing I see. Reminds right. me of that exact same day, every single day that I see him. But it's like, and I know that I know, like I came to the realization, I know that's toxic. Mm. But I became a bigger person at understanding, you know what? I'm not even going to do it for you. I'm going to do it for my family mm. because they love you because you're 
because my mom's mom, uh, my grandma's son is is you. Mm. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I had to give you for not only for myself but for my family. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. So me understanding and realizing that that like toxicness that is inside my household mm. and understanding like okay, you know what? The hardest thing is like I want to retaliate. Mm. But the hardest thing to do is like, you know what? Nah. I'm good, bro. Long time ago, I'm better. I'm more mature. Right. I forgive you. Mm. But I won't say nothing to you. Except for your salam. Like I remember, hi, how you doing? Good. Small conversation. Go on so about a lot my day. of people, I thank you for sharing that. A lot of people, they are in households with toxic environment mm -hmm. right it's not something that they get to choose it's not yeah a, it's not a relationship it's not a it's not a friend it's a family member sometimes it's, it's very close family members mm -hmm. that they are living with because you can never get a, rid of them and and it's a nightmare mm -hmm. right it's like we can even talk about like what are some of the symptoms of being in a toxic environment constantly chronically you're stressed maybe there's a shortness of breath mm -hmm. you don't feel comfortable in your space Mm -hmm. There's a uh, you're just in a state of distress, and your home is supposed to be a place of comfort. Yeah, it's supposed to be a place of ease. So how how is somebody who lives Abdi in a in an environment that's toxic? How is it supposed to find comfort in their own house? Wallahi, what do you think? Subhanallah, <laughs> bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. Wallahi, this is very tough, Abdi. Yeah, because I don't. This I, is very like, very tough for me. I didn't live with this person, right? But he just came into my life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't get to choose. I I, I didn't like. Yeah, that. you don't get to choose who. You know what I'm saying? You're right. I'm be honest with you. I did feel betrayed though. Right. I did feel betrayed. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. I felt betrayed to the point where, like, my father let the man that hurt me inside my house. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt like my dad didn't care about me. Mm. But my dad had to talk with me, and as I became, you know, more older and more wiser, as they say, with every scars, beauty comes out of it. Mm. You mature. You get what I'm saying, right? So you learn. You go through your thorns. You get stabbed. You get picked up and thrown. All this stuff. You learn, right? You know what I'm saying. So right. I learned and was like, you know what? Maybe there's a reason why. Maybe mm. God is doing this to test me. Mm. You know what I mean? SubhanAllah, bro. Because I've heard God test uh, his only strongest ummah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. He tests those whom he loves. It, boom. Right. You know what I'm saying? SubhanAllah. At the end of the day is... And Allah does not burn the soul more than it can bear. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So this don't, is very so don't think. So don't think that like, oh, why am I living in this miserable life where it's like right. this guy is here to hurt me? Although, if that is the case. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Certain people, like, I learned this in, um, when I was doing the Seattle Police Department thing for the cop. Oh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> when it comes to abuse, the reason why a lot of people don't really, like, you know, when they call a cop and they say, oh, nothing happened, he fell, or I fell, I hit my head and stuff like that. Yeah. Is the fact that they're afraid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Of what? Of being alone. Because mm. at the end of the day Yes that person abused you But mm. do you also remember the good times 
mm. that toxic environment. You see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So holding and being lust and infatuated with those good things mm. allow you to protect this person who's actually hurting you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens in a lot of the cases. Right. Where it's like they're so infatuated by the fact that if this person leaves, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. Mm. You're not. Like you have an unhealthy attachment. Yeah, you're not. Right. You getting rid of that person not only benefits you, it only makes you stronger in picking the next person you want to be in your life mm. much better than what that person was because right. you learn from it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like how they say, like what's it called? With every relationship that you go through, whether it's marriage, uh, if you're non-Muslim girlfriends, you know what I'm saying? If uh, your friends, f uh, what's it called? Fr yeah, friends. I can't say family because you don't just go to family. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Your friends and your significant other. Right. Right? The more, you, like, let's say if you got divorced one time, now you're very picky to go with your second wife. Mm. Now you're like, hmm, she's got to be a certain way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. She got to have her A to B to C. Mm. It can't be C B A. It can't gotta, be. She got to have it together. Together. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's yeah. got to be one. Right. Now you go from your friends. This friend didn't snake you. Mm, now you have a certain criteria. Now you're like, mm, I'm not going to trust everybody with my... So now you have an insight that you wouldn't have otherwise had. Exactly. I feel so, like in the moment, though, it's hard for you to feel like, man, I, it's hard for you to even get through the day, some people. Mm -hmm. You know how you said in the podcast, like, t like uh, time. The number one thing is time. Mm -hmm. I, I made a TikTok out of that today. Yeah. And, well, I, I just thought about, like, some of the darkest moments of my life. Mm-hmm where the number one thing I hated to think about was time. Yes. Because it felt like every moment was just painful. Mm -hmm. And now you're telling me just write out more time, you know? Exactly. But, the tr but that's the bitter truth. Like, I'm sorry to be honest with you. Yeah. And there's one case that I would say, remember how you asked me if the person is in an abuse? Right. If you're a person who, I, and I'm genuinely going to speak to you with, like, from Abdikrim to you. And I hope this, whoever that is that's going through this, that is listening, if you're going through abuse, please, and I'm saying please, mm. be brave enough to let go of that lust and get, take that person away from you. Mm. And I cannot say this with any more stress because wallahi, like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody deals with so many different things, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've, I I know somebody who, you know what I'm saying, was in an abusive relationship and ended up harming themselves and they're no longer here. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it deals, it messes with you mentally. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you have this person bringing you down and... Just because it takes time doesn't mean you can't get help. Boom. Like somebody said in the pod, somebody commented on our Instagram, somebody said, or TikTok said... Yeah, I hear you guys saying it about time, but also that doesn't mean you should get shouldn't get help. No, we're saying get help. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You break your leg, go to the hospital. Yeah, you need to see a doctor. But at the same time, the doctor can't put it like a snap and then boom, boom. your leg gonna be fully yeah. healed. No, it takes healing to heal. help, but it's also gonna take time as well. You know what I'm saying, and when you're in those situations, bro, I hear you 100. percent That's a lie. When you're in those situations, like yeah. the high you said, like a scab. There's right. also another thing when it says a scab. Mm. When you have a cut, right? you know what I'm saying? It ain't going to heal. It depends the on the kind of wound. scab comes, you know what I'm saying, with the layers over it. Right. Now, what's it called? It takes a couple of months for that scab to actually be removed where the new skin, mm. the new you, comes out. Oh, You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's deadly, bro. I feel like, uh, it's crazy how just Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala designed 
our just how we function facts and it's crazy how on the other side of anything good there's like a wall of pain and yeah like hurt and it's like it's like a knowledge mm. i feel like you know what they say with every uh no pain no gain look at that like everything we do like even working out yeah you know what i'm saying like, like why is it that working out you don't so much grow pain? without pain look at that you know what i'm saying you a fool if you think you you yeah you just growing just because you just growing. There's got to be some pain. Has to be some. Kind you know what I'm saying? You got to go through some type of hardship. But this, the, this is the thing I have a question mm-hmm. for that we have to talk about. It's like, okay, I can say from my perspective, bro. Mm-hmm. Childhood was tough. Like I don't I don't talk about much about stuff that's happened in my childhood because that's still very very sensitive for me. Yeah. But I would just say it was very tough. And talking about being in t- like environment household that's very tough to live in mm-hmm. i lived that i had parents that were separated i lived that you know i had i traveled left and right because of issues between my parents i lived that mm-hmm. as a kid how would i be able to cope i didn't know how to cope it's just something i had to experience yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying but like as i got older and as i experienced that i could they say hindsight is twenty twenty. I cannot be the man I am or the father I am or the person I'm trying to aspire to be mm-hmm. unless I had a point of reference to look at and see, like, this is what I've experienced. This mm-hmm. is what I know. This is yeah. the insight that I've developed. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel it. And I think I think this is a good thing, though, Abdi. I feel like for some of us who are in those type of environments, we don't know how to navigate those situations. I think we could talk because we both opened up a little bit about, about our childhood or something mm-hmm. like that. How can somebody like navigate in those homes? Like, how can somebody develop self care, take care of themselves while they are still residing in an environment or in an environment? They don't have to maybe live in it, but in a relationship with somebody or something where they're interacting with toxic constantly. Mm-hmm. How can they nurture themselves so that they can balance their lives, that they can take care of themselves? Mm-hmm. You want to start that off? What are some things that you have used, Andy, that has helped you find balance and peace in the midst of that toxicity? Mm. Oh, that little saying that says, um, stick and bones may be- break me, words but never hurt me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, know yeah I took that to deep where I, like, like especially, like, when it comes to, um, you know, humans in general, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Words can really be more hurtful than just a hitting right you know what i'm saying right like in my opinion i feel like i had to learn that like hey like you could talk all the crap you want okay mm. this is words yeah you know what i'm saying if the moment you let that get to you that's done that's when you start to react that's when shaitan whispered to your ears and goes oh you you allowed him to say this da, 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 da. now you become more angry yeah you know what i'm saying mm. now you Take all of your energy where you devoted to be more positive with yourself. Mm. Now it becomes negative. Mm. Now you are now becoming now the toxic person. Because mm. now you are reacting to what this person said to you. Ooh. Just to get under your skin. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now those traits are coming. You know what I'm saying? They're rubbing off to you as well. Right. Seeing how this person. You're entertaining it. Exactly. Mm. Now you see how this person was coming off to me right. in a toxic way. Now I'm releasing it in the form of what? Mm-hmm. toxic way now you're dealing with two you're toxic take, people you're taking it in you're giving it energy mm-hmm. and then you're reciprocating it boom so what's the opposite of that just making sure that that energy that you have do something positive with it mm. you know what i'm saying right. don't let that toxic person who 
their only job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's to hate on you. Mm. <laughs> be honest with you. Their yeah. only job is just to hate on you. They never oh. want to see you be su- successful. Mm. They never want to see you happy. Mm. So why would you let another person mm. determine what the outcome of your life is going to be? Subhanallah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, you are you. Right. Nobody could tell you who Nobody. you are and what you're not. Exactly. Nobody right. in this world can tell you you can't do this. And no one can tell me I can't do this. Mm. But once you let the little birds ch- chapper and get in the ear, yeah. Now you now yourself become the toxic person mm. because you're allowing those energies that he's giving off to you where he's being toxic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You right. start to it rubs off for you. Now you reciprocate it with negative energy, right? Which wastes nothing but your time. There's no development. There's no self care that you're having. Mm. Now you're just ruining your life. You're putting yourself in that hole. Right. So understanding that, hey, it's okay. Talk whatever it is you're gonna talk. By right. the time you, you know what I'm saying. You know what they said. Right. Silence is um. What's the best way to what's it called? Stop somebody. How do I say? Um, hating on you or someone that's arguing with you or someone that's disrespecting you. Right. The best way to stop it is what silence. Because mm. when you give them no response, now they start to lose their head. Ooh. Oh, he tripping. You don't want to talk to me. What you mean? Or, bro, so you ain't going to say nothing to me? Mm. Are you scared of me? I know what it is. You quiet because you don't want to say nothing to me. Mm. You know how I'll win. You know I'm arguing with you. You know I'll beat you up. da 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 woody woo whoop When you just don't say nothing, you just walk away. They just they just talking to themselves at this point. And you know what just made me just think about, subhanAllah, that what you're sounding like you're talking about is you are not being available to them. Mm-hmm. And the whole reason why they're doing this is because, like you said, it's a sense of dominance. They're yeah. trying to control you. Boom. And why? It's because they want that stre- the feeling of strength. Exactly. Now, when you what? When you don't give that to them. Nah, they ain't got, they have nothing. You're taking away their power. Not only the power that they have over you, but the power they think they have over themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? So subhanAllah, bro, that just made me think. Exactly. You just make him look like boo with a fool. Mm. You, just un- you just uncovered the real in them. And, yeah. and either they're left with going to the, another person mm-hmm. or sitting with themselves and saying, like, let's say you walk out of a relationship with a toxic person. You mm-hmm. love this person. You care for this person. Now this person is left with thinking about their own actions. Yeah. How? Why was I acting like this? Why? The healthier person. Like we said, everybody has some form of toxicity. Mm-hmm. And some of us, well, like we're in our maybe in our darker days where we maybe are ho- show, showing these characteristics more yeah. often. And if we have a sense of self awareness and a sense of goodness in us, we'll come to realization, inshallah, that damn, I'm really acting a little bit toxic. But somebody else may just move on to the next victim, the next subject. Mm-hmm. So, Babdi, let's say somebody is toxic. You talk about words, but I'm going to be honest with you, some of us can't control some of the gut responses that we have mm-hmm. to those words. Like but how it, somebody comments. Yeah, but that, that, that's the thing. Though. That is what they want out of you, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's right. what they're expecting of you. That's what they're expecting. Because when you give them that same energy, it's like, right. oh, yeah, we on. I'm right. in your head now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Once somebody gets in your head and those thoughts that they know what's going on in your thoughts, you want to actually retaliate. You want to say the same things or maybe get physical. Mm. They won. Boom. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. gave them what they want. You gave them what they wanted. But when you don't give them what they want, now they start looking like boo-boo the fool. So I think it's showing them or giving them that reaction. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're allowed You're allowed to feel how you feel. Exactly. So, no no one's controlling because at the end of the day, you can have your inner thoughts. Boom. You may be like, mm, if I, you know I'll beat, I'll beat you up. You know, in your head. Facts. But if you just zip it up, keep walking. Yeah. Let them. Let it be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Let it be. You're, 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 a lot of that's deadly. You know, I saw Kevin Hart, bro. Kevin Hart, he said something deadly, bro. He said something about, I don't know if he was talking about his mom, the advice that his mom gave him or whatever, but he said, I, when I had this reaction, like a negative reaction to something somebody did or something somebody said, I was told to just sleep on it. Like right now you feel like reacting all the, oh, I'm beefing. Just sleep on it. A lie, bro. What I start doing more often is that when I feel reactive, when I feel reactionary, don't react. Mm-hmm. Be still. Yes, you feel what you feel in your heart. Your heart yeah. is, mm, sleep on it. Next day, Kevin Hart said, man, this don't have that much power over me. Like, the same Idris that was beefing over it. <laughs> now you, you just forget about it. Now, the no, no maybe t- some, it depends on what happened. Yeah. Next couple of days, okay, a little bit less. And then it gets to the point where it's so irrelevant that mm-hmm. you're not even thinking about it. Come on. But imagine if then you act on something. Now you're giving it room to continue to fester, to yep. continue to stick around. So then you're mm-hmm. letting the cycle perpetuate. Instead and of letting bigger. what? The cycle stop at you. Mm-hmm. SubhanAllah. So I'm, I'm curious, man. I think how can we learn to make the cycle stop at us? How can we make, you know, the toxicity? How can we analyze toxicity within ourselves? You know, how can we do that? How can we end the how can we end the cycle at us? Do you want me to be honest with you? Oh, yeah? I don't think toxic ever is going to stop. What you mean? Like, I don't think toxic people will ever stop or being toxic because... No, I mean not at people. Like, I know mm. we can't control the whole world. Yeah. But I mean, when toxicity comes at us... Oh, how do we stop how it? How do we stop it at us instead of perpetuating it? Oh, um, for one, not making it a big deal than what it is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If they're hating on you, let them. At the end okay. of the day, they, they're wasting their time instead of doing something productive. They want to do something that they feel like they're benefiting in their own world. Go ahead. Hate. Do it is what you want to do, my brother or sister. Yeah. Be happy. Another thing I would say is, um, like, how do we stop it? Yeah. Experience. You mm. know what I mean? Right. You ain't never going to know how to do something unless you experience it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So whether it's actually finding a spouse or what's it called for one um when you're living in a toxic toxic environment right now when you have a family mm. now you know what happened in your household right. now you from that experience you learn what to do and not and then also at the same time you grow from it real quick i want to add on top of that when you remember how you talking about how we want to do in our household yeah remember i talked to you for sheikh fat on facetime yeah. we were talking about this in the masajid there's so many different ways toxicity can show up in our households. And real mm-hmm. quick, I know that people are going to talk about this, and it's hard. But sometimes our parents can sometimes be very difficult. Yeah. And they can have traits and behaviors, and may Allah protect our parents and guide them I and mean, grant them jannah for those Allah. You mean, know, grant them the highest of jannah. I mean, Allah. But many of people have difficulty with their parents. And I remember I was talking to Sheikh Fed on this. He said, you know, these are our parents. These are our love. These are, you know, subhanAllah. Allah honored them through this, through this role. But he said, because this was a very controversial one. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, with other people are giving you these, you know, these these toxic traits, mm-hmm. we can handle it in a way that is like set boundaries and stuff like that. Your parents, you can't really do that. It's no. going to become more of an issue with, our, yeah, <laughs> with yeah, our, your parents. Maybe our generation may be a little bit different. Yeah. With us, a little bit different. So it's like, how do you navigate those situations? I think, subhanAllah, so those are the hardest ones. I think those are the ones where you really have to have a very strong sabr. And everyone has their own situations and scenarios. But when we're living in those type of environment, I think what we can do is just be the best children that we could be to our parents. Well, like that's the that's the what we owe them. Mm-hmm. And you know, 
some things that we wish that we can be getting. Yeah. We have to understand that some things we can't get. And mm. let's hope that we can give that to our children. Let's hope that we can maybe stop some of those things at us. And we have to, I was watching a TikTok video where this guy was talking about like people will complain. My parent did this to me. My aunt did this to me. People, this, this is why I am. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. You know what he said? He said, look, you are not in control of who you had as a parent. You're not in control of who came into your life, who did what to you. You are in control of your response to that and what you do with it then after. So am mm. I going to take that and justify it as a reason for being a, sh- a crappy human being? Am I going to take that and say, well, this happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm justified in being an abusive dad mm. or a verbally abusive husband or just all this w- w- stuff. No, you're not justified in that. That they just like we are. This is what he said. He said, you are imperfect. You, the Facts. victims, are imperfect. Nobody's going to expose what you do behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Because if people were to do that, everybody would be running. So everyone's flawed, right? So when people who are in our lives that are flawed, they're flawed. But the thing is, it's like we are in control of making sure it stops at us. We accept it for what it is. It's a flawed human being. That's all it is. Don't try to do the most with it. This is just how it is. But I think when you're in those environments, real quick, I think it's only right to add more about the Mm self-care type of stuff. Take some time outside the house a little bit. Go for walks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get your own room, inshallah, if you get your own room. Yeah. Decorate your room. Make it a, make it your own place. When, you, when you're when you interacting with loved ones and families, set boundaries, the best boundaries you can, you know, in terms of the time you spend with them, if they're really unhealthy for you. The conversations you have. Mm-hmm. Maybe the conversations need to be very straight to the point in a respectful way. What mm-hmm. are we talking about? I can't maybe just talk to you about everything because then it's going to be what? You're gossiping here. You're tarnishing me here. You're manipulating me here. Maybe sometimes we just got to be talking about what's happening, what's in front of us. Do I need to do this? Do I need to do this? Sometimes it just needs to be A, B, C, D. And sometimes you have to keep this conversation like that. Uh, uh, met, uh, you know, your Quran, reading Quran, getting a strong network of friends, people that you can communicate, talk with. Like, mashallah, you go out the house, you have a group of brothers, we all have a community of brothers or a sisters that are out there who can spend time with other sisters that, yeah. that are good for you, inshallah. Your house does not need to be your only source of community. There's others around you that you can find as well. What what do you think about what I just said? I can agree to you. I agree with everything you said. Uh, Going out, making, you know what I'm saying, friends and all that stuff. But here's the advice I would give you. Don't let that toxic trait come outside of the house. And you take it with you. SubhanAllah. So making sure what? Stops at you. Exactly. SubhanAllah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I feel like... Um, let's say you know you go home. You f- they make you feel sad. Mm. Now you want to go make somebody. You know either those things that were being said. Right. You take it into a negative energy. Now you go outside and you do. You know how when they say um when somebody catches you at a, at the wrong time. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You, that like ooh like you just triggered. Yeah. Like you a walking time bomb. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden they come at you like hey Dries what. Mm. What do you mean? What, what's going on? I hope on? I never did that to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Like, I didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? You let that environment mm. that you just recently came from. Right. Spill over. Whole, boom. Right. 
and then now unleash on certain people that and you know this is why you actually find people in situations or relationships with other people because what it's literally a cycle you're perpetual it's a self-fulfilling prophecy as well mm-hmm. you act in this type of way warrants other people to who are the similar to be in your life as well mm-hmm. and i think when you have that well that takes a lot of emotional awareness as well abdi and I, that takes a lot when you feel that boiling in you mm-hmm. you saying mm, Idris, you're feeling angry, you're feeling upset. This person didn't do anything to you. Yeah. I don't want to. You have to do that within your head. Exactly. And that takes, mashallah, a very strong character. That's why I say it's like, in my opinion, I feel like when you're coming to deal with people. Right. It only comes with only experience. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you understand those certain traits and you, you know the red flags. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So once you know the red flags, now you know you what you stay away from. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Now, now you actually, subhanAllah, you just said something deadly. What if I told you that people who grew up in a toxic environment actually have a, how do you say this? Not a, I don't want to say a privilege, advantage that mm-hmm. those who didn't actually don't have. They have something to work with to identify what is toxic and what's not. Exactly. So now them growing up in this environment, seeing what, uh, mom, dad, husband, wife, children, for parents, they see a dynamic that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Now they can use this and go to a, find a spouse or find an environment, inshallah, if they do the healing and the self-reflection, yeah. to put themselves in an environment where they can decipher what's good and what's not. But mm-hmm. imagine if you grew up in an environment that was not like that, only good. But then... You run into an environment or people that are toxic. And you think, oh, maybe this is just this person. So now you're okay. You put up with it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So here, here, I wanted to give one advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To those people. Um, Idris, what do you call me? Like if you said, I am what? Remember like 18, 19, maybe 20-year-old me. What do, you, what do I say? You would say, you Abdi, you are too what? Nice. There you go. Yeah, yeah. For those people who are too nice, mm. don't let people walk all over you. SubhanAllah. Please. That itself could be toxic. Mm. You know what I'm saying? you using your niceness for granted. SubhanAllah. How can your niceness be used for granted, though? In so many ways, bro. Yeah? People can make so many different mistakes in your life, and right. you tend to forgive them, and they do the same thing over and over, and you're just nice enough to be like, you know what? It's okay. I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you. Now it just becomes a habit for them. Mm. You hear what I'm saying? Now they expect you to forgive them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When you're too nice, yeah. certain people expect certain things from you. What no if matter. I... Man, this is something I can say. I feel like some people, that niceness... How do I say this? Because this can be a controversial. I feel like that niceness could be a coping of this person saying this is what i deserve i think some people Mm. some people walk into relationships and they see it's not that oh like i forgive you i forgive you but it's like you know i'm i'm not worthy of respect maybe they're not saying that of course nobody's gonna say that Mm -hmm. but their experiences with their loved ones through their parents through their siblings have told them that it is okay for people to walk on me it is okay for people to make me feel inadequate and insecure. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when they get that from other people, don't mistake that for niceness. You know, I take nicenesses. Niceness is the person who knows they don't deserve what's being said. 
Niceness is the person who feels like what they should be getting, even though they both look very similar, they have the ability to take it up a notch. Mm-hmm. The other person won't rise to that level of that mm. pettiness. But they don't do it out of like this virtue, but they do it out of this feeling of less than. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we can decipher yeah. the two. And I think what we could develop is this niceness where it's like, I'm going to be nice enough to walk away from you. <laughs> you know, mm. I'm gonna be nice enough to not entertain you. Okay, yep. That, you that, okay, the, 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 I agree to that. There's one where they allow people right. to walk all over them, and there's one where it's like he knows what's happening to them, and he's like, you know what? I'm not gonna be make this a bigger deal than what it is. Right. I'm, you know, what I'm saying in a respectful way. Assalamualaikum. You see what I'm saying? Dip on them. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. But. Th- th- y- I'm pretty sure you knew that I was the one where I would allow people to walk all over me. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Where I was just, just I was dumb, naive little guy. You know what I'm saying? Just say, go ahead. I, I just, I just didn't care. Mm. That's that. I, I feel like that's what my problem was. I just didn't care what happened. You know mm. what I'm saying? I felt like none of that could hurt me mm. until it did. Mm. Now I'm just like nah 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 nah. Hey hey hey. You realize hey. how sensitive we yeah, are. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm like I ain't trying to go through that same thing again, homeboy. Right. Relax. Right. You know what I'm saying. I see what you're doing. Stop. Right. Let's come to a calm agreement. I'm dipping you not. Bye. You gotta you know do what, what you I'm gotta saying? do. But no, I do agree with that. You know what I'm saying. Where to the point where you gotta defer the two. Where it's like someone who. And I commend those people that actually come out in a positive way and say, you know what? I know what you're doing is BS. Boom. You know what I'm saying? You got to let them know. You got to show. Yeah. I, I know. But here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. But I do commend those people yeah. that straight up tell them, I know what you're doing is BS. Right. But I ain't go trip. Yeah. Just leave me alone. No, what you, well, I was so deadly, bro, what I found out. Like, I didn't even know you can do this because this wasn't modeled for me. Mm-hmm. This, well, we have to understand what we were modeled. Man, stop scratching that couch. So, so let me sh- let me tell you, that wasn't modeled for us. So now when we're shown healthy boundary setting, like, hey, what you're doing is, watch this. Like, you do this to some Somalis, they're going to look at you like, whoa. You know, you saying like, yo, what you're doing is completely unacceptable. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm, it's completely unacceptable. Yeah. It's disrespectful. I'm not, I'm not with that. So like, either you're going to come correct mm-hmm. or like, like, salam alaikum, alaikum salam, because yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna give that any energy. You see what I'm saying? So you setting boundaries with somebody, letting them know. But if you make it, if you just like passive aggressive, or you, you, there's a way to be respectful. Like I just said, it was pretty respectful, mm-hmm. letting it be clear. But if you're just passive aggressive or you're just ignoring it, you are a you. You know what they say? You are teaching the person how to treat you. <laughs> see what I'm saying? You are Facts. teaching the person how to treat you. Somebody, yeah. you know, this person talks to you and they're cussing and they're using these words. Yeah, why are you using this language? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Versus, oh yeah, ha ha ha, yeah. Okay, now you feel okay. This person saying this to me, maybe I'm worth to be talking to be talked to yeah. like that. No, the hell, I'm not worth to be talking like that. Mm-hmm. You can talk to me respectfully. You can talk exactly. to me like an adult. You know what I'm saying? So what? <laughs> when you interacting with people, you don't have to be harsh about it, but you can be clear. You know, it's crazy. I totally, I just agree with everything that you say. You know how they, in school they say, uh, treat people how you want to be treated. Mm. I think that's just BS in my opinion. Mm. I think you teach people how you want to be treated. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
I feel like that's how you, that's how it's supposed to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. now you don't cross this line. Yeah. You and I have this type of relationship where it's straight up, hey, how you doing? Good, alhamdulillah, that's it. Boom. You know what I'm saying? And some people have to be like that. No, you uh, have to give them their haq. Assalamu alaikum, yeah. alaikum salam. How you doing? Send them gifts from a distance, but yo, I'm a haq. Yeah. I'm not going to have no conversation. That's it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like in this world, I feel like it has to be that where I got to teach you how to treat me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I'm the only one that knows how to treat me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I the can't person treat has to be you. willing. Exactly. I can't treat you the way I want to be treating myself and you treating me like crap. Right. Ain't nothing happening between me and you. No now cap. I'm just being that nice guy who's just letting you walk all over me. Right. But if I teach you how to treat me, mm. now we have that common respect between me and you because you right. do the same thing to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you have to set that boundary from the beginning. Like Facts. a lot of people, what's hard is when you've already been in a toxic relationship, now you're trying to rewrite the rules. Mm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. This person is, they've developed a relationship with you. They enjoy interacting with you in a certain type of way, mm-hmm. in a way that they're familiar with. Yeah. And they hear, you realize that all that feeling of uncomfortable and all this stuff, now you're trying to rewrite all that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of hard. Sometimes it's better to just disconnect altogether. Mm. But you still give them the right. You know, so yeah. you keep it. But sometimes you can't have that strong because then you're leaving yourself more vulnerable. But it is worth a shot having a discussion, having a conversation, establishing boundary. Hey, you know, all along I've been wanting to talk about this. Mm. And inshallah, that person is receptive. It is worth trying. At the end of the day, if you really care about this person, you feel me? Uh, so, subhanAllah. Like for me, bro, I want to add this before we go into our last uh, kind of discussion point. Mm-hmm. For me, I always grew up very empathetic. Mm. Very, uh, you know, I was a mom was a little soft, young kids, mama's boys, you know, very clingy, Come off. you know, you know, oh, like, oh, how you doing? You know, I was very, yeah. some people could see that in me right now, even though I'm this big guy or whatever. As I got older, though, what I had to realize is that, bro, you have to take care of yourself, especially like the most empathetic. Like you remember mentioned niceness. I think mm-hmm. you're talking about empathy. Yeah. The people who are the most susceptible to feeling other people's feelings mm-hmm. and wanting to be there and support people. Yeah. They oftentimes get the brunt end of the stick because they're get they're I I call them emotional punching bags. We get emotionally punched you when you do that long enough, then you you get beat up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now you're wearing all these people's emotions. And I think what I had to learn was where well, I would like hey, I'm this soft guy, but but I built up a, I built up a wall of steel, and uh, trust me, this guy don't take no BS, man. <laughs> but this is the thing, like, I I try I tried to find a balance, and I think sometimes I overcompensated, sometimes I, and it's just a balance. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm I'm a young man trying to find the middle ground. Yeah, but you know, uh, when you're too available, people take advantage, and when you're not available enough, people complain, and I think we have to be there enough to be there to support each other but the minute you're trying to damage me yeah at my expense i, I can't i can't be rocking with you you know what i'm saying that that's just how it is um but abdi last uh last piece of discussion point mm-hmm. let's say we talked about people who are in an environment where maybe they could walk away or set boundaries but, but what if you can't if you're if you can't what if you're locked in a chamber of the toxicity and somebody threw the keys out man how are you supposed to navigate that again how you said um what's it called build okay if it's like i said again right if it is um how do i say this an abusive one right get out okay straight up 
You say break the door down. Break the door down. Do whatever it is you need to do. Get out. Because mm. I, I care about you enough mm. for you not to be in it. Yeah. And I hope you can understand that. So stop making excuses. Yeah. And also care about yourself and stop making excuses for this whoever to you know whether it's family member, spouse or whatever friend or whatever it is. Physical abuse mm. no can do. Get out. Stop making excuses for them and stop creating this lust and infatuation of how they make you feel and actually see for what it was they're hurting you. So mm. get out. Mm. Now Mental, that is a tough one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When you're right. mentally locked in, right. it, that's just bad, in mm. my opinion. Yeah. Because it's so hard to come out of it, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How right. you said is just, I don't even know what advice I could give to a person who's actually mentally locked in into an, uh, what's it called, toxic relationship, whether it's with family, relationship, or friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? Friend is the I would say friend has got to be the most easiest thing you could do. Right, right, right. Stop hanging out with that guy. Yeah. Or her. Cut her off. Right. You know what I'm saying? I remember this guy used to tell me, bro, you just got to be, you know what I'm saying, cutthroat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If, be, I'm being honest with you. This is how friendship goes. Mm. All right? We both benefit from each other. Mm. We, If you and I can grow with each other to become better, right. then I'm keeping that friendship. If you are a friendship that just takes something away from me and I get nothing in return, mm. goodbye. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's the type of friendship that I love to have with, especially with all my brothers. We yeah. all grow from each other. Right. Me, you, all my homies that I have, yeah. we all understand each other and we all grow from each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's how it should we, be. we all want to better each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? We are like uh, we be having like two, three hours conversations in the cars. Mm. Uh, uh, unreleased talking hawk episode that we be having. <laughs> right. Just talking about life. Like, hey, bro, I see you, we can do something with our life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just right. in motivating each other and just being there for each other. I feel like those type of things, yeah. Homies that ain't really doing nothing for you besides leeching on you, cut off. Because mm. all they doing is just take, 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 but they never want to return nothing to you. SubhanAllah. You feel me? Right. Now, relationship-wise, huh, that's... That's case by case. That's, yeah, that's case by case and like, you, gotta you know get what I'm saying, how deep you, you are in. Right, you got to get the case, you got to get the help, you got to get the mediation, you got to get the sheikh. That is your own situation. Exactly. That is, so, that is so out of our realm, but only you know the realities and the complexities mm -hmm. of your relationship. Exactly. Nobody knows your relationship. And another thing, don't let nobody tell you what you should or shouldn't do when it comes to your relationship. Boom. You and your partner know each other. So, well, like the minute you let somebody intermingle and interject in your relationship, and I'm talking about marriage, yeah? We're not talking Other about opinions. Adam, obviously. We're talking about marriage. Exactly. Other. This, yeah, this is something between, between y'all. And if you allow somebody else to get in it, then, yeah, you're, you, you're allowing your relationship that's between you to be compromised. So, if you really need help, Talk to a sheikh. Talk, you know, talk to people you really trust. That's not going to be a fitna for you in your household, because um, best believe there are people out there who will be a fitna for your household. And so that's just what we wanted to say, you know, especially toxicity, because some of us may interpret something as toxic and another. No, you need an objective third-party source to do that, who's knowledgeable, mm -hmm. who will look at your relationship's best interest. Just want to put it out there. Do not bring anybody your best friends to be like, best friend. He's wrong. Yeah. Right? Oh mm -hmm. my God. Get that out of here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, what's it called? Here's another thing I would tell you um, when it comes to household. Right. Okay. So how do I... Because 
I could say my situation was kind of locked because I couldn't get out of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the only way was I made sure that I spend the only times I spend time in my house, right. sleeping time, mm. being productive, mm. doing something that makes you better. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel right. like that's the only thing that could help you. Right. Because when you stay in that environment, you're there, mm. you trap yourself a lot more. Right. To the point where now you it it feeds on you. So you know what I'm saying? Right. When you're away from it, it's like now you're doing something better. Go home. Salam alaikum. How you guys doing? Alhamdulillah. Had a great day. Boom. Go to the room. Wake up, leave. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Even right. if, even if it's wallahi, so something that benefits you, every single morning, get up, go to the masjid and pray. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? But something that's beneficial, I would say, is wallahi. Just get up, mm. go to the masjid, mm. fajr, pray. Mm. Oh my gosh mm. Does you so much Than you think it does Takes you away from everything Right You get what I'm saying Right Just Even if it's spending time At the masajid Making more relationship With other people mm. You know what I'm saying mm. Boom Oh, Even One thing that Adri says Going to f- uh, Therapy Right Boom you know what I'm saying? That's something that I feel like we all neglect as people is therapy because we either, you know, for males, too masculine, you know, oh, I can't do this. I don't have feelings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you're wrong. You're human. You know, you have feelings. Mm. Uh, another thing I would say is... um, And if you don't check that, exactly. then it's going to show up in how you interact with other people. Like Boom. some people say, why would I want to surface up traumas and stuff I've been through yeah. why would I, I've been working so hard to keep that down you know what why saying? would I want to feel that but here's the thing if Go you ahead. don't it's going to show up in your in your life exactly in your relationship with your wife or your kids or your families it's going to show up when you're subconscious mm-hmm. something that Dri said that was so alive beautiful when he was talking was um last week's episode he was like he said when I went to therapy I didn't know I had this so much hurt mm. you know what I'm saying right so when you go to somebody that you're venting to right you know what I'm saying? Right. Who's someone that you can talk to and is you're comfortable with and he has that certain type of uh qualification. Qualifications to yeah. actually even help you and navigate through it. Yep. Now you start to break down the problem. Mm. At the end of the day, last week, what did we say? Your right. distractions create more problems. Right. Instead you know what I'm saying? With the problem. Instead of making the real problem, yeah. you're actually to beat that problem Subhanallah You get what I'm saying Right So it's like Yeah that's the advice Go to therapy I think that's the huge one Therapy And inshallah Stay tuned for the mental health episode That's gonna be huge We're gonna talk about the mm-hmm. The nitty gritty Of what that looks like and, and actually having somebody Who's qualified to talk about that With you guys here That's gonna Facts. be a deadly one Uh so, subhanAllah, I think, Abdi, this was a very profound discussion. I think it's much needed, bro. I think yeah. as a youth, we struggle with setting these boundaries, being aware of toxicity and how to navigate toxicity. And um, I think this, inshallah, will inspire you guys to live a more healthy, more peaceful, mm-hmm. productive life where you can focus on your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and get in the most that you can out of this dunya and inshallah, the most uh, out of the akhirah, inshallah. So, Thanks. inshallah, I think this was a deadly episode. Y'all go ahead. Like, share, subscribe, and uh, go ahead, share with a friend if you guys think this benefited y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and then uh, stay tuned for uh, 
the next couple of weeks. Last but not least, let us know if you want us to drop a merch. Let Comment down below. All right, y'all. And tag Omar Suleiman. <laughs> Salam alaikum. Alaikum salam, man.